0: This week from GNC Week in Review, powered by GeekNewsCentral.com. Tesla lost millions. Twitter reports a small growth in Q2. AT&T is coming out with... AT&T TV, plus Samsung is bringing back the fold. Those are some of the tech news stories this week, and it's Saturday, July 27th, 2019. My name is Kirk Corliss, and this is episode 31 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. If you are a new listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find it in a right-hand side column at GNC, GNCweekly.com. Be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast app for Android, or on TuneIn, Spotify, and such. Have a comment, suggestion, want to say hi, be it on social media or email, those links can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. We're going to jump in with tech news from this week and from geeknewscentral.com. And first up, Ars Technica is reporting that the second quarter of 2019 was a bad one for Tesla in terms of building and delivering new electric vehicles. As it reported early in July, the company built 87,048 EVs and delivered 95,356 of them. However, the company lost 408 million over the th- over the same three months, according to the latest earnings report. Although it's the second loss making quarter in a row, it's still an improvement in Q1 2019. Automotive revenue grew healthy compared to Q1. Tesla brought in $5.3 billion in this category, only one hundred eleven million dollars of which was, was what which was for selling which was for selling emission credits. Now that the Model Three is on sale in several continents and seventy seven thousand six hundred thirty four were delivered to customers during the quarter, Tesla says that the majority of orders for the long range Model Three. The company reports that the average sales price is around fifty thousand dollars and that manufacturing costs are declining. Tesla also reveals that now it has sold several thousand cars on three continents is beginning to gain some insight into the mix of options and this mix of options its customers prefer. Tesla says that all the equipment in the factory in Fremont, California has been tested at a run rate of 7,000 Model 3s a week. The company says it's now aiming to build The company now says it's aiming to build 10,000 cars a week by the end of 2019. To make that happen, Tesla says production will begin at the Shanghai Gigafactory by year's end. In Q2, the company says it began moving machinery into the Shanghai Factory, and that when the Chinese production production line is up and running, It will be a, quote, simplified, more cost-effective version of our Model 3 line with capacity of 150,000 units per year. Tesla says the Shanghai factory is being funded, funded mainly by local debt. Twitter in the last three months added just 5 million new daily active users and a net profit of $37 million. Twitter calculates its daily user figures not by the amount of people using its platform, but the numbers they sell ads against. These quote monetizable daily active daily active user. Active users or MDAU have increased from from 130 million in the first quarter to 130, 139 million today, of which just 29 million are based in the. US. In the last year, that MDAU figure has risen from 120 million, at the start of 2018 to 130 million, 139 million now, increase of 19 million in 15 months. As part of their policy, Twitter has stopped reporting it's, has stopped reporting on its monthly active user figures. So the company has bounced around the 310 to 300 million figure since the since the back half of 2015, and much of its growth is wiped out by departing users and purges of fraudulent and automated accounts. On the finance side, Twitter reported an operating income of 76 million dollars, a drop from the 94 million they reported in last quarter, on total revenue of eight hundred forty million dollars. That resulted in a net profit of thirty seven million dollars. In the US, Twitter made three hundred seventy nine million dollars, while Japan is the company's second most second most second most popular territory. Making $133 million in revenue for the quarter. Overall, Twitter made $727 million selling ads and and a further $114 million from its data data licensing side hustle. Twitter has downplayed its user figures to focus on the quote health of its conversation and removing the toxicity of its culture. The company says that as we've seen that it has seen an 18% fall in reports. 18% fall in reports concerning spam and quote suspicious behavior on tweet pages the company believes that recent rule tweaks surrounding late uh, the company believes that recent treat that recent tweak r- rule tweaks excuse me surrounding hate speech and a new design redesigned layout will help growth twitter doesn't expect to see big blockbuster does, wow getting tongue tied again twitter doesn't expect to Twitter doesn't expect to see big blockbuster results, block, blockbuster results in the future, but small and consistent profits. It expects its operating income. Uh, it, expect, it expects its operating income to be to between forty-five million dollars and eighty million dollars, with total revenue coming in around the eight hundred seventy million dollar mark. On the podcast, over the past few months, there reports of when the Galaxy Fold was coming and, and going. Now, uh, Samsung has revealed the next step for the Fold, which is to release the device in September in, quote, select markets. The company listed several changes in its press release, and along with the press release, Samsung also released a gallery of photos of the device, and in the show notes um, is the news article from Engage.com, along with the, uh, the photos the protective layer above the fold 7.3 infinity flex uh, infinity flex display now extends beyond the beyond the bezel beyond the bezel excuse me so people won't try to pull it off and its hinge caps on the top and bottom are improved to protect against external particles finding their way in. There are, also, there are also additional metal layers on the flexible display, and the space between the hinge and the body has been reduced. Samsung didn't reveal what the, quote, select markets are. They'll get the Fold in September, only promising more details closer to launch. And the company says it's also been working on the Fold software experience, which includes optimizing more, quote, apps and services to fit its unique capabilities in recent months food delivery company doordash has faced a growing backlash over a compensation formula critics said amounted to doordash pocketing drivers tips on tuesday evening doordash tony shu announced on twitter that the company will change its compensation compensation formula formula excuse me so that drivers quote earnings will increase by the exact amount a customer tips on every order he tweeted it He tweeted, excuse me, it's, quote, it's clear from recent feedback that we didn't strike the right balance. Shu insists that DoorDash never intended to take driver's tips. Rather, he said the goal was to protect drivers from low earnings in cases where a customer failed a tip. If a driver's total pay for a job, uh, Doordash's base rate plus any ca- plus any customer tip fell below a Doordash determined minimum, Doordash will make up a difference. Now, she says that Doordash is going to revamp its pay system to ensure that every dollar tip goes to its drivers. 5G subscribers are expected to reach 1.1 billion by 2023 by 2023 across the Asia Pacific and North American regions, where the next gen where the next generation network has been launched. That will be the triple the, the number of subscribers for G subscribe. 4G subscribers reaching the same five-year time period after launching where um, there's a report released by IHS Market. North America will have 294 million 5G subscriptions by 2023, while Asia Pacific will have 785 million. Uh, That's where the uh, IHS predicts. The rapid uptake of 5G is due to the, um, excuse me, uh, Elias, Aventinos, principal at IHS Market, says the rapid the rapid uptake of 5G is due to the early release of 5G phones. He also says, "quote uh, During 4G's during 4G's first year of launch, there were only three smartphone availables. 5G boasts at least twenty uh, at least twenty smartphone designs available for release to the market this year." Aventinos also says that that thinks also says thinks also thinks. 5G will be in most phones by 2023. There was talk of the Apple card, and there was no news about it till now. Bloomberg reports that the card will reportedly launch in the first half of August. August hasn't confirmed the August release date, but Engadget is reporting that Apple employees and retail workers have been testing the card for several weeks. A couple of government and tech news stories this week. The FCC and... uh, The FCC and... Uh, the FCC and and and, F, and FEMA or has has conducted their fifth nationwide emergency alert uh, system today, uh, but only on TV and radios. They want to gauge the preparedness of the learning system when there is no internet access. It's as important if a crisis knocks out data. But uh, knocks out data but not power. It lasted for only a minute. The test ended at 2.50 p.m. and it started from designated radio stations that form part of the National Public Warning System. From there, TV and uh, and radio stations will then carry that broadcast. It's not expected to have any more disruption than monthly EAS warnings. On Wednesday, the House of Representatives approved an anti-robocalling measure, dialing up the heat that Congress has been pressing on telecoms and the Federal Communication Commission due to the onslaught due to the onslaught of harmful calls over the past few years. The Energy and Commerce The Energy and Commerce Committee approved the Stopping Bad Robocalls Act unanimously last week and sent to the floor, preparing for the 429-3 vote. If it becomes law, the bill become will make it easier for the government to impose tougher penalties on legal robocallers and fraudsters and fraudsters and demand that the carriers deploy call and call authentication tech like shaken slash stir at a faster pace. Representative Frank Pallone, a Democrat out of New Jersey, said said in support of the bill, the, quote, the rising tide of unlawful, unwanted robocalls started as a nuisance, but now threatens the way consumers view and use their telephones. These calls are undermining our entire phone system, and that's something we all need to take very, very seriously. The bill will also require the FCC to update its definition of, quote, robocall, which could lead to more business obtaining consent from customers before using robocalls to content. To con- Content them. A new robocall working group focused on hospitals will also need to be established or also need to be established and overseen by the agency. Carriers also approved of the House anti-robocalling measure with Robert Fisher Verizon Senior Senior Vice President of Federal Legislative Legislative Affairs says, quote, enough of enough is it's time for Americans to hang up on abusive robocallers once and for all. He also says, quote, we we commend this legislation and look forward to working with Congress to make abusive calls history. Give me a moment. I take a pause for an refreshment. There is a lot of video streaming news this week, and leaning off, AT and T is detailing its plans for HBO Max, its upcoming standalone streaming service, which includes a live TV element for the service. The company's CEO revealed during a call with investors that AT and T is aiming to offer live sports and news through the HBO Max streaming service. AT&T CEO Randall Stevenson said that HBO Max could eventually offer live sports as well. They might include MLB, NBA, and soccer matches. There may be also a news element to the service. The company is planning a full unveiling of the service and uh, investor presentation October 29th. However, it's not slated to be released until 2020. AT&T also announced that they'll begin tra- trialing a new over-the-top streaming service in the third quarter of the year called AT&T. There is are uh, few details in pricing that's known as of yet. In an interview at the Bank of America Merrill Lynch Telecom Media Conference last month, AT&T mobility entertainment president, David Christopher said the new service, which will have an Android TV box, will be able to be self-installed by consumers, potentially leading to cheaper prices. Uh, he says, uh, Mr. Christopher says in a, uh, says, says in the statement according to, says according to Fierce video, video, excuse me, quote, we think it will be a very attractive product, a premium product, but because the acquisition costs less, Acquisition, acquisition cost is less, we will have the wherewithal to make it a price point that could be slightly below, below satellite if we choose to. A AT&T spokesperson also says in a statement that was provided to CNET, quote, this summer we'll launch a new entertainment experience called AT&T. we we'll are pilot it in select markets this summer before expanding, before expanding availability on a rolling basis throughout the year. We'll share more information in the coming weeks. Broadcast TV stations are being blacked out on cable and satellite TV systems in record numbers this year, with 230 blackouts so far in 2019. That beats the record of 213 blackout sets in 2017, even though 2019 is just a, um, seven months old. The 230 figure represents a huge rise over the eight blackouts seen in 2010 and 42 in 2011. This is according to a pay TV industry advertising group. Blackouts have mostly been trending up in the past decade, though though the number frequently goes down one year before rising again the next. There were 90 blackouts in 2012, 119 in 2013, 94 in 2014, 193 in 2015, 104 in 2016, 213 in 2017, and 165 in 2018. These numbers, which are indicative of an industry battle between pay TV providers and programmers, that was that was released this week by the American Television Alliance or ATVA. The lobby group represents TV pro- represents TV providers from the cable, satellite and telecom sectors. Pay TV companies have increasingly been refusing to pay the channel carriage carriage prices demanded by the owner's broadcast networks. When, it, when a broadcaster demands a certain rate for carrying its TV channel and a cable or selling company refuses to pay it, a blockout results. Lobbyists for the pay TV and programming industries each offer self-serving arguments about how the other is ruining ruining broadcast TV and, ca- and causing consumer prices to rise. The ATV says on its website, quote, if their demands for higher fees are not met broadcasters yank their signals from consumers leaving you without the without your favorite programming indefinitely broadcasters block out their channels until their ransom demands are met and when they are it results in much and much higher prices for you the consumer the national association of broadcasters or nab didn't dispute the blackout numbers provided by the ATVA, but it offered a different interpretation. A NAB spokesperson told tells Ars Technica, quote, We believe that there is a we believe there is a deliberate strategy on the part of pay TV companies, ATT and Dish Network, to force transmission consent consent disruptions. t have been involved in 85% of disruptions in the last few years. AT&T, via its DirecTV and UVerse TV services, has had seven impasses in the last seven weeks, averaging once a week. The NEB claims that the TV providers are creating the blackout problem in an attempt to convince Congress to change the law for their favor. Uh, There is a... uh, Uh, There's a, um, the NAB also says, continuing, quote, this strategy is timed around Congress's review of a satellite TV bill, specifically a reauthorization of the Satellite Television Extension and Location Act, or S-T-E-L-A. We think the strategy is to force this we think the strategy is to force disruptions, disruption, excuse me, then cry to Congress that the system is broken in hopes that Congress will amend will add an amendment to the satellite TV bill. The ATV argues that Congress should modernize, should modernize the ATVA argues that Congress should quote modernize the retransmission consent rule consent rules which currently favor broadcasters at the expense at the expense of consumers and competition. In the show notes, um, there is a link of in the show notes um, from Engage.com where Netflix is unveiling uh, new shows. Uh, new shows aimed at preschoolers. Uh, there is uh, shows like, for example, DreamWorks Dragon Racer, DreamWorks Dragon Rescue Riders. Um, there's also Hello Ninja. So I have a link of the article and all the uh, different shows that are coming to um, Netflix for preschoolers. Also in the show notes, um, the there's a link from the from lifehacker.com on movies and shows that are arriving on Disney Plus Disney Plus on launch day. Uh, movies like Captain Marvel, Iron Man, um, Pixar, everything except for Toy Story 4 um, Star Wars episodes one through seven. And there's a lot of movies from, uh, Disney as well. Uh, also there's, um, Disney plus launch day as well. So I again, I will have a link up in the show notes that you can uh, check out for yourself. And to bring the video streaming news to a close, CBS All Access, uh, CBS All Access streaming service is arriving on Apple TV channels this upcoming this coming Monday, July 29th. CBS announced a launch on Twitter that was spotted by 9 to 5 mech. With the addition of CBS All Access, Apple TV will be able to watch shows like The Good Fight, Star Trek Discovery, and the upcoming Star Trek Picard. The service also streams live events like the Grammy Awards. Google has confirmed Google Photos now has more than 1 billion users. It surpassed the milestone early this summer, a little over 4 years after unveiled Photos. This is where go, uh, Google has uh, told Fast Company in a profile of the service. The company spun up Photos from Google Plus at uh, Google Plus, excuse me, at IO 2015. It's the ninth product to hit the billion user mark, following Search, Gmail, Chrome, Drive, Maps, YouTube, Play Store and Android. Also from Google uh, and their Google and their Nest team, excuse me, they receive a lot of emails from people with disabilities, telling them how the home speakers are giving them more independence. That's why the tech giant has teamed up with the Christopher and Dana Reed Foundation to give 100,000 Home Minis to people living with paralysis and their caregivers. Google's pl- Google's blog has published a post written by Garrison Reed. Who is a team USA Paralympic paralympic powerlifter who's been navigating life in a wheelchair for the past twenty years? He said that while moving around in a world that doesn't cater to his need, doesn't cater to his that let I me mean, start over <laughs> again, getting time tied. He said that while moving around in a world that doesn't cater to his need is difficult, the lack of wheelchair ramps is a common issue. Some of the some of his greatest challenges are at home. Unless a house was made or renovated with a wheelchair user in mind, for instance, light switches and thermostats would usually be too high up in the wall, and if the phone falls out of reach, they won't be able to call for help when needed. Red said that the Home Mini gives him a way to control his lights and thermostat easily, and it can make sure he can call family and friends if he needs help. The speaker's alar- speaker's ability to set alarms, play music, and trivia, and make lists could be could be especially useful to people with quadriplegia as well. Those interested, those interested can check out the um, uh, those are who are interested. Excuse me, can check out the official partnership page, which I'll have a link up in the show notes to find out if you or know if you or someone you know is eligible and to sign up for a free home mini. Japan's Tokyo 2020 has, avail- has unveiled its Olympic medals made from recyclable mobile phones. The Tokyo, uh, the Tokyo Organizing Committee of the Olympic and Paralympic Games said to- said its Tokyo 2020 medal project sourced small electronic devices from all over Japan to create 5,000 gold, silver, and bronze medals. Tokyo 2020 had first announced the would be making its medals out of recycled electronics back in February 2017, asking the public to donate its old and unwanted phones. Gold, silver, and bronze were extracted from the phones, with the same method it used in the Vancouver 2010 Olympic and Paralympic Winter Games. Tokyo 2020 says, quote, we uh, we hope that our project to recycle small consumer electronics and our efforts to contribute to environmentally friendly and sustainable society will become a legacy of the Tokyo 2020 games. The metal cases are being created by Jap- Japanese craft workers, uh, quote, with a blend of traditional and modern techniques. In the tech tips block, I only got two for you. Over on AndroidCentral.com, there is the best Android browsers. Um, there's, uh, if you wish, to, if you want to get paid to browse, there's the um, Brave Privacy Browser. Uh, there's Samsung's Internet Browser, uh, Mozilla Firefox, um, Opera. Uh, for some reason, they're thinking that Microsoft Edge is uh, the best one. Uh, You'll be a judge. Um, Chrome Beta. So I'll link up in the show notes on the, on Android Central's best Android browsers, in 2019 also in the show notes the best place to where to buy books um and there's you know about amazon and apple books but there's also um total books smashwords barnes and noble they're still around um at Co- uh, Kobo, and there's also um google play books so i'll have a link up in the show notes on the best um the best uh, ebooks um you can buy uh, for e- And or, excuse me, um, e book stores. In the GNC WIR, what's trending for this week over on Google Trends, trending last week with 2 million plus searches face up on twitter trending at today trending today excuse me at number 3 with 7275 tweets the hashtag we are baltimore and lastly trending over on youtube at number 1 with 10 million views chris brown's music video no guidance And finally, Marvel Comics icon Stan Lee passed away in November 2018 at 95, and while he may no longer be with us, he'll never be forgotten, especially on the New York Street that will likely bear his name. The New York City Council voted Tuesday to approve a to approve to approve excuse me a proposal to name a Bronx Street after Lee according to the New York Post the proposal suggests co-naming University Avenue between Brant Place and West 170 and West 170 West 176th Street as Stanley Stan, Lee, Stan Lee Way. excuse me Stan Lee way Conaming means the old street name will still show up on maps as well on street signs alongside the new name. All that's needed, all all that's needed is to make the proposal, all that's needed, all that's still needed, excuse me, is to make the proposal official is a mayoral sign-off. The New York City Council didn't immediately respond to requests for comment. And that is the tech news for this week for Saturday, July 27th, 2019. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. Show notes from this episode can be found at gncweekly.com. Also, be sure to check back, check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewscentral.com. If you have a comment, thought, want to say hi, I'd love to hear from you all, be it on social media or email. You can find all the links on social social media, excuse me, and links like Gmail, excuse me, is Gmail, excuse me, at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. And I'll be back next week for the for another episode of the GNC Week in Review podcast. Till then, I will talk to you all soon.